Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ripple Effect podcast. We're so glad to be with you today, whether you're watching this online or listening on your commute or in your house or on a jog. We hope that today will be encouraging for you. Today in the studio, we're joined by Brian Sevitz, and I have Sherry Wallace with us from Central Christian College of the Bible. We'll get to her here in a little bit, but we're glad that she's in the studio with us today. But before we get to anything, we have to do our sponsor of the week because we like to do this. Uh, disclaimer, this is not an actual sponsor. We just like to have fun with it. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. The sponsor is extra Easter candy. Yes. Because, and I hope that the grandparents don't watch this and uh, get uh-huh. mad at us or something. But our kids had so much Easter candy oh that we said, you have to like fill a bag each, put it in the cabinet, and we're taking the rest to church. So they get to decide. Which ones to get. And they actually sent to the church like twigs. Oh, they sent the good stuff. stuff. So, which isn't good for me walking past it all the time. Mm. But maybe Sunday, when you're here, we'll have a little bit of this out. A little extra candy for you, Sherry. Did you do the parent tax with your children? Um, I made them choose like four or five, and then I put the rest in the freezer. Oh, Mm. and so come about middle of the summer when they're wanting something sweet and I didn't want to bake because it was hot. We would go to the freezer and pull out a few candy bars and just did that. Yeah. Wow, that's smart. Definitely. That's smart. I like it. Um, my candy never lasts that long. I, <laughs> I, not even to get to the freezer. I can't even do that. Uh, well, anyway, we hope that you had a great Easter. We hope that uh, you enjoyed the candy and the family, but most importantly, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. And that's what we did this past week. And so we want to recap just a little bit of Sunday. We hope you enjoyed if you were able to attend the breakfast, the kids did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, I love being served by children. Um, I know that your children serve you all the time in your home like that. Yeah. You with a towel on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why kids are so much more eager to do it outside of the home than inside of the home. Um, it's Mary. It is, it is Mary. That's what it is. But I, I hope you enjoyed Sunday. We, we had a great time celebrating. The choir sounded great. Um, no major technical glitches, uh, and we had a great morning. We had some big numbers, too, uh, on Sunday. I said Sunday is the most people I ever remember yeah. coming into our building. On an Easter? Anytime. Anytime. I think that's the biggest service, biggest Sunday we've ever had since we moved into this building. Yeah. That I know of. Did we? I, so I know that there were people counting. I heard first service, it was just a little over 300 in, in the early service, but I didn't yeah. see what the second it was. It was more second hour. More? Yeah, mm-hmm. so when you put the, which Dawn would have been the one to ask, but yeah. I figured when you put the kids, because we had nursery and preschool, even though all the elementary kids mm-hmm. were in with us, um, we had nursery and preschool, and I don't know how many teachers and kids were back there, but I said um, it's definitely over 600 people, mm-hmm. but maybe 650, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great... And the biggest day. number I ever remember before that was like 530 or something. Yeah. Well, so. I think that's thanks to a lot of you guys who participated in canvassing your communities and inviting your neighbors. Uh, I talked with uh, Cecil and a couple other people who um, brought the, literally brought their neighbors to church. And yeah. so it was great. And sometimes you don't really know. Like some people are willing to participate, but they've never been invited. So right. it was cool. Um, Sherry, how was your Sunday? It was good. I came to first service and I actually got to sit with my husband and my mm-hmm. son. And strange. So that it, it really kind of is strange. Yeah. Yeah. He goes 
to Sunday school and then leaves to preach. So yeah, your husband supply preaches or, or helps a church mm-hmm. as preaching. Yeah. So yeah, getting to actually worship together as a family that's that's awesome. It, yes, it is, but it was it was very strange. Do you have any like traditions you do? For Easter, um, other than frozen candy. <laughs> uh, well, that's after. Um, the kids all expect me. Used when Todd was preaching in Lucerne, I they had a carry-in breakfast, and I always made fruit pizza. Mm. So the kids still expect that fruit pizza. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's about the extent of it. Mm. Do you guys have any Easter traditions, Brian? Not really. We, I mean, we do the we hide the eggs for our kids, and we didn't do that till. Sunday night late when we got back but a flashlight party yeah <laughs> well yeah we always hide some clues so like they got a cardinal shirt and stuff mm. you know so some of the eggs have a clue there's always a one empty egg mm. you know for, to symbolize the resurrection but we don't really have we just go to family I mean, this year once again we went to her parents at lunch and up to my family's at uh, for supper you know I think it's interesting maybe you guys have this experience too traditions we sometimes like hem and haw about them like oh we have to go do this but when you stop doing it you miss it and you're like oh man we, we don't get to go do that this year so I hope uh, for those of you listening that you enjoy the traditions that you have whether they're big or small um, and that you are reminded of the new life that comes through Jesus uh, because of his resurrection. And that's what we talked about. Um, if you did miss the sermon, it's available at tlcc.church. And uh, it was a great service. Like I said, we had the choir and just had a great morning together. Uh, so you can go check that out at tlcc.church. Okay, now we have the top three. You, you get this before we get into the real stuff. Uh, the, here are some top, quick top three things you need to know going into this week. Um, and the first we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about, but it's the Shine Conference, uh, Women's Conference, which is on Thursday at Central Christian College of the Bible. We'll talk more about it in a moment, but give us the highlights real quick. Uh, what do people need to know? Where do they go to register? And uh, a snippet about the conference. Okay. Um, we have an afternoon program and an evening program. You don't have to come to both, but if you're available, I am really excited about our workshop leaders. Tina Wilson from Ecclesia Christian Church in Conway, South Carolina is our speaker, main speaker. And I heard her speak at ICOM and she was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll do a workshop at 2 and 3.30. I also have Laura Devil from Winsville Christian Church. She's a women's minister there, or communications minister, I think is her title. And she will do a workshop as well. She's doing 2 and 5. And then... McCall Frankie, sorry, I want to call her by her maiden name. McCall Frankie <laughs> is going to do one on biblical archaeology. She oh, was one of the first students who went with Walt Harper to uh, work on the dig in Israel, and she's going to um, to speak at the last two workshop times. Um, the workshops are an hour, and then we have a half hour break in between. So if you can't come at two, but you can come at three thirty and hit the last two, or if you just want to come at five and hit the last one, pick one. That's great. And then the evening session or banquet um, has a meal with it. Come, starts at 6.30, and we'll have um, worship by a Timberlake team, uh, Brian, Jessica, and Dawn. And um, Sandy Fincher is the MC this year, which I'm very excited yes. about. It's not me. <laughs> and um, Tina will speak again at the banquet. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Okay. We also want to let you know about Wednesday nights. <clears throat> you want to take this one? 
Sure. Just that we have Wednesday night this week, but there are only a few more. So we always stop our Wednesday nights at the end of April because there's too much going on mm -hmm. and our attendance plummets if we keep doing them after that. And it's hard to get volunteers. Yeah. So we sometimes have some special things during the summer, a special study here or there, but for the most part, our classes will wrap up at the end of this month. So you might want to come and enjoy a little bit of fellowship for the last few weeks. Last couple month. weeks, absolutely. And then the final one is our um, Arise Student Ministry is putting on an event called Wanted. Um, and this is coming up, and I can't remember the date of it. It's Friday. Friday. This Friday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got a lot going this on. This Friday. Yeah. All right, so this Friday, you're going to drop your kids off at Pelfrey Hall, which is at the Central Christian College of the Bible, um, right there on Urbandale. The main building. The main building. It's going to be from 5 to 9, and uh, they, they've they designed this night specifically for our kids, and mm -hmm. it's great. And I, I know the kids have been talking about it. Um, if you have questions about that, contact the office, and we'll let you know what's going on. But that happens on Friday. Uh, it's called Wanted. And I heard they're doing a, a Western theme. So uh, I'm excited to see Levi Black in his cowboy outfit and uh, <laughs> well, and they, they include dinner so that they, your kids don't have to eat before they get dropped off. Awesome. Great. And I didn't say that everything for Shine happens in Pelfrey Hall as well, okay. the main building. Mm -hmm. And you can pay that day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, Sherry, you are the spotlight for the week. First off, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've been in Moberly for a while. You work at the Christian College. You've been a, a member here at this church for a long time. Give us the top things we need to know about Sherry. Um, I was, I'm a Putnam County midget. I was born in, um, I went to high school in Unionville. I don't know what that means. A uh, Putnam <laughs> County midget. I love uh, it. Well, it's got to be a rural Missouri thing, though. It's That's the mascot for the high school in Unionville. Uh, yeah. so, um, is it still? It is still, yes. They How have, do they get away with that? They had wow. the pressure to change it, but they are not. Um, wow. Elementary Go away. Go pick it there. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, that's great. Okay, elementary. My, my dad is a farmer, and so um, he, his farm, he farms right up to the Iowa line. Mm -hmm. So... Um, there's nobody around except the Amish and my brother's family, practically. <laughs> nice. Um, but it's a great, it's a great place. It was a great place to be raised. Um, I came to Bible college a long time ago and decided I was only going to go for one year. At like, the Christian college At here. the Christian college. So you came to Mar Marbley. Mary's, Mary's sister and brother-in-law encouraged me to do Bible college for one year. My family are not Christians, and so um, I really got involved in the church, and church camp was a big part of my life. Mm. Um so my neighbors took me to church so if you invited your neighbors keep doing it because i'm a christian today because my neighbors invited me to church yeah and took me to church for many years um i came thinking i'd be here for one year and i've been here for decades <laughs> um i've worked i'm in my 23rd year working at the college yeah. and but not consecutive because we i worked for six and then adopted two kids from taiwan Haley and nathan and i've been back then since Nathan was an infant. Mm -hmm. So what do you do at the school? So when I was in school, I I just called you the boss because I felt like you ran everything. But so what what is it that you do at the school? You do a little bit of everything, but well, what are your primary jobs? Having worked there for 20 some years, I have started jobs and just continued them. So as a student worker, I did supply preaching. Mm -hmm. um, Mary was my first boss at Central. Nice. Um, 
So I started supply preaching and I continue that today. I send ministers to churches whose minister is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Dr. Fincher's assistant. Mm-hmm. I do events. I help with the publications. I will haul out the trash if it needs to be hauled out. It's just one of those, whatever needs to be done. So tell me about the connection. So because this church is so close to the Christian college, you've seen the connection between the church and the college and the pros and cons of both of that. Just talk a little bit about, your from your perspective, how closely linked the church is with the school and, and some of the benefits and maybe some of the drawbacks of that. Um, it's always been connected just because Mr. Pelfrey, or like the, well, Mr. Pelfrey was an elder for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he was when I was a student at Union Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Cabarnas was a Sunday school teacher for many years and he was my family leader and a professor. So there's always been a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was a good thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, there there's always pros and cons to both. I, I think I put added pressure on myself just because, well... You're in both worlds. I'm in both worlds, and mm-hmm. um, my kids should behave a certain way. I'm sure you, as the minister's kids, yeah, you all think your kids should be a certain way, behave a certain <laughs> way, and as a Bible college employee, mm-hmm. yeah, my kids have... Yeah, had that impression on them. As Always well. a lot of pressure. So tell us about your favorite thing about the women's conference that's coming up. Um, they've they've done women's and men's conferences for a long time. Mm-hmm. Recently, they've been kind of refocusing what they're for and what we're trying to accomplish. What's your favorite thing about it, and what are you hoping will come out of this conference? The favorite thing is just watching the women worship together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a great day of fellowship and for this is sometimes I just see the women once a year and I see mm-hmm. them at this conference mm-hmm. um, so my goal is just that they will leave encouraged and maybe challenged and that they'll just have a great day of fellowship yeah, that's awesome um, you recently finished <laughs> are finishing up your masters and I could see the weight already starting to come off you a little bit, like this this burden of, of, of the work, which I understand. Um, tell me, how, how's that been? How, how much stress have you felt through this process? Has it been okay? Is it is it been, you know, I know it's been challenging, but it's been rewarding. T- tell me about it for a minute. Just, I'm just curious. Um, homework at 50 is a whole lot different than homework at 20. <laughs> um, how many energy drinks are you chugging? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> one yesterday. Oh no, okay. Um, no, it was Sunday. Okay. Um, for me, as an adult doing this, it's been really good because I got stagnant in my faith and I got stagnant in my work. Mm. And so this has been kind of that to jump start, to challenge me to do new things. Mm. And I have really personalized my education to make it fit me mm. as a person and make it to fit my job at Central. And even though I'm not in church ministry per se, um, you I, are. Well, I mean, I mean, I teach five-year-olds, but I'm not. Yeah, but in you've the been, yeah, but you've been involved and in around church ministry for for a long time. I have. Yeah. Don't 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 downplay yourself here. <laughs> don't don't down don't down downgrade it. But I have I've taken on new challenges at the college. I've taken on new responsibilities. I've seen a need and campaigned for it and 
was I got to do it, and so mm-hmm. that's awesome. Okay. Brian, have you ever been in a spot where you're like, I'm just stagnant right now and needing something to kind of push me to another place? Sometimes that's yeah. education. Sometimes it's doing something different. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, you know, even just I've been here. Uh, going on 16 years and I said there's kind of uh, three phases of my ministry here if you went back and watched different videos or listened to it I said uh, well I think it was at MCC or somewhere somebody said about if you've been there long enough you had to reinvent yourself and I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say it's been a total reinvention or what anything like that but but you do have to stay fresh at what you do and Usually it's things like conferences that do that for me, um, going to something that challenges me and, and accepting the challenge, not just like going home and then everything goes back to normal. Mm. But I will say there's a lot of value and wisdom in giving ministers a sabbatical because I think those phases of ministry are marked by the sabbatical. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I Because you have a a long time to focus on things not just like a three-day conference but mm. you know four to six weeks and you come back and you're like okay if I'm gonna be at this place another mm. five years or whatever these are the things I have to do yeah. to stay effective so dr. Fincher um, Sherry needs a sabbatical preferably <laughs> six weeks paid preferably yeah. she'll take five but <laughs> nothing less than five <laughs> I'll go for that. Can we do that? All right, we'll try that. Well, I think it's a good point. It's just when we, you know, you did go back to school later in life. And mm-hmm. when, if we want different results, we need to do something different. Right. If, if we want to be in a different place than where we are, you got to do something different. And it's not going to be pursuing a master's degree for everybody, but it might be accepting a challenge or uh, changing up patterns or doing something different than what you've already done. And that's terrifying. How, how scary was it for you to be like, I'm going to do this? I hadn't written a term paper for almost 30 years. <laughs> that was my... They, have they changed that? <laughs> they, they have a little bit. Well, I mean, you can do things in Google Drive that... I mean, I had mm-hmm. a computer, but it wasn't... Like, the internet wasn't in existence when I... Absolutely. I'm sorry, that ages me a lot, but... <laughs> um, it's okay. It's it's a different process, mm-hmm. and I have to say, I mean, I was a diligent student before mm-hmm. because that's my personality. But I am a diligent student now. Like I take my assignments seriously. Mm-hmm. But I did ask my family before I started this because I know what type of person I am. You were going to get focused and locked in on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's just great to hear that. You know, it it doesn't matter. Uh, whether you're younger, whether you're older, it doesn't matter. If you're in a place where you're you're wanting to be somewhere different, and maybe if it's even in your faith, you can accept a new challenge. And, and even something like a master's program stretches you and grows you. So a new challenge, new opportunity uh, might be exactly what you need. So that's exciting. Um, give us, uh, I always ask people, if, if someone was like, man, I'm so grateful for sharing all that she does. She's teaching the kids or she's working at Central. I just want to bless her today. What's something people can get you? Can they get you a little snack? Can they get you a little something, something? Um, Other than six weeks paid vacation. <laughs> well, I don't know that they can get me that. Um, <laughs> I like dark chocolate. Okay. Peanut butter. Um, I'm 
pretty easy to please. Dark chocolate peanut butter. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. good. Well, the uh, the Shine Women's Conference is happening, um, and we hope that if you are available, that you'll get the chance to uh, go to that. That's on Thursday uh, of this week, so it's coming up in a couple of days, and we're thankful that, uh, Sherry, thank you for being here today and sharing a little bit with us, and we're also grateful for our relationship with the school. Uh, if you have been around here uh, any time or any length of time, you know uh, through the students, through volunteers, through helpers, we were able to do a lot of different things that we probably couldn't do if we didn't have a connection with uh, Central Christian College of the Bible. Uh, it's impacted uh, my life. I met my wife there. I, Me too. I met, uh, I met my husband there. You met your husband there? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we all have met our spouses <laughs> there. Yeah. Uh, we've all been impacted by the teachers and by the ministries that are there. So we are grateful for our connection with the Christian College. Uh, let's close today with a, a little bit of encouragement, uh, a final blessing of the week. Uh, I was reading through this, uh, I shouldn't say reading, I was using this book as a reference, uh, so I was more glancing through it, for when we did our Passover uh, talk on Friday. Uh, on Good Friday we talked about the Passover, and there was a quote in here that I really, really liked that was brought out then, I thought I'll share it with you for those of you who may not have been there. Uh, on Friday, we remember the death of Jesus, and of course, we celebrate his resurrection on Sunday. But like we said Sunday, you don't get resurrection without death. And so here, this writer was talking about what the word Passover means, that it's two words that are combined. Um, the two words meaning to spread the wings over. And they write this. In this sense, as birds are flying, so will the Lord of hosts defend Jerusalem. Defending also he will deliver it, and passing over he will preserve it. The word consequently, the very meaning of the Egyptian term for spreading wings over and protecting, means sheltering and protection, the outstretched wings of the Almighty. Does this not give us a new fullness to the words, O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, how often I have wished to gather you together as a hen does under her wings? This term applied to the ceremony of Passover then, uh, does not merely mean that the Lord passed by the house of the Israelites, but that he stood on guard protecting each sprinkled, blood-sprinkled door that the Lord will not suffer the destroyer to come in. And the point that's made in this idea that God is our protector is that the Lord often works on behalf of his people when things look the darkest. Uh, in the words of the psalmist, weeping may remain for a night, but the rejoicing comes in the morning. That's Psalm 30 verse 5. And so as the morning came for the Israelites, there was joy in the freedom that was given to them because God was their defender. It wasn't just that he avoided them, but he passed over in protecting them and guarding them under his wings. And he does the same for us in Christ Jesus. Jesus is the Passover lamb. He guards us and protects us. And no matter what you may be facing today, it is the reminder that God works on behalf of his people even when things look dark. So keep going and don't give up. That's your encouragement for today. We thank you for joining us uh, on this podcast. We love you guys. We'll see you later.